Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And we made it. Happy we made it to the new year. Happy New Year, everybody. How are you guys? Great. Doing very well with all the things that are going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, your your new year started very much like the old year, just doing a lot of stuff. Yep, it did. It did. It did. I ended up moving my kid to New Mexico. Uh, and so that was, that just happened where I came back on the first. And, and so that change is going on and just, you know, trying to update the house. And then I found out that, you know, that about five people around me that I knew passed away, not close to me, but like, you know, a couple of teachers or there's one teacher at school that, you know, she's been battling cancer and, and, you know, just, you know, two people's cats that I know passed, you know, I knew that there was going to be a big opening of a door of people passing. And so it's just, you know, kind of coming back into Washington, you know, where we live, just kind of, it's one of those navigations and, you know, just kind of doing it. So yeah, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> And Regan, how was your New Year's? It was fabulous. Patty and I uh, sequestered in a motel room overlooking the ocean down in Carmel. We went down, we went, we were there three weeks ago, and then we, we went back again for uh, New Year's because the weather actually was not, wasn't going to be as rainy as it was where we were. It's about, Carmel's about 110 miles south. And um, gosh, we had this room, we had these triple doors that opened up and you could hear the ocean and and uh two of the days was sunny and one day was rainy the day that was rainy uh we have this routine this thing we do that's wonderful uh that patty gets us to do every uh new year's as we we do a page on uh on um things we accomplished last year um and then we uh we did a page on you know like what's working in our life a page on what's not working uh, and then we did a page on what we want to change for the new year. And then we did a page on, uh, on what our goals are, what we want to accomplish uh, and a timetable for getting all that done. And then we, uh, we write a, a letter to ourselves a year from now talking about every, all the goals and everything and how, you know, what 2021 looked like and what we did and accomplished. And um, so it's just, it's just a way of putting your mind, you know, like saying, hey, we got you know, goals that we want to do. We have things we want to change. We want to fix what's not right in, in ourselves and our spiritual side, relationship, uh, relationship with family, kids, uh, the world, you know, everything like that. So it's really good. It's just like a good way to start the year, you know, and we start in a positive way and kind of have an idea where you're going to go now this year. That's re that's really cool. Now, do you show each other what your goals are? Yeah, we're, we're pretty like much open about everything. That's what I like is we can talk about anything in our relationship and uh, and um, um, and it's nice. It really uh, helps bring you a lot. It helps bring you close, especially when you hear what the other person's goals are. Now, I know like all year long now what she's trying to accomplish, 
you know, I know what she thinks isn't working and what's working. And it just really, I don't know, it's very healthy, I think, to do. It would be, except if in my marriage, I would have had to get, hire an Uber to get me home. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been fortunate. That way, my and, uh, previous relationship might have been that way, but this one is just super. You know, like um, we we figured out the other day, we're, we're like two independent people that are getting together to help each other become better. You know, in other words, that's, that's we're awesome. on our own, but we just were. Hey, you're independent. I'm independent, but hey, let's just see if we can help each other even be better. Yeah, that is just awesome. That's Isn't that it, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you if you awesome. if you can put that together in a relationship, that relationship is destined for great things. Yeah, that's what. Well, um, um, a very spiritual man told me one time. He said, "When you have a relationship, when you're married, he says you want to try to have." the um you want to try to have it that when you open your eyes in the morning and you see your partner the first thing you want to think about is is oh i love her so much what can i do for her today and hopefully and your partner is the same way and so if you're both looking to what you can do to help the other person you don't you don't lack anything yourself because your partner's holding you up you're holding her up and and together you know it's just a good way of looking at things you know just being glad you're with this partner and the lessons you're about to learn and, and to be open to the difficult times because you realize when you, when you're like, we call it divine sandpaper, you know, when you have issues that are there, that the, the sandpaper is just to kind of help you grow, try to help you see a side of yourself that you maybe uh, haven't developed, you know, but you kind of, kind of, kind of let your ego kind of take a back seat and just go, whoa, you know, okay, this, 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 uh, butting heads right now. What, you know, why am I doing that? What do I need to do so that I don't, but so I'm not butting the head of the other person, you know? Yeah. When we would wake up, I would, I would, the first, my first thought always was I need to go brush my teeth, but that's, uh, that's yeah. just me. Uh, well, <laughs> Natasha, how about, how about you? How, how was your uh, end of the year, beginning of the new year? I know it was very stressful. Called stressful. I just called it um, rolling with what was in front of me, because you know stress is all perspective of uh, of life, and and you know I can't really say that I was stressed out, but yet you know kind of I was a little wrung out. You know when you go from driving almost what twenty seven hours in the car, sleeping in the car, to sleeping on an air mattress that's losing air for two nights, and then sleeping on you know the floor with um, a few blankets because you know the kid didn't. Even though we were in the apartment, the kid didn't have a bed yet. You know, and so there's just you know, and then you know just the emotions of of change with. You know, and I was around a lot of the 23, 24 year olds. So there's a lot of me being the elder, uh, which meant sometimes I had to be quiet and not speak because they have to live their lives. And so, you know, there was that kind of dance. So I wouldn't call it stressful. It was called being on for quite a while. Um, and so that gets wearing. <laughs> but yet at the same time, you know, the new year, celebrating it with my kid before I left because I um, I had to fly out on the first and so celebrating it in the new apartment with my kid was kind of amazing in a way just to just to say a hello to a goodbye 
And, you know, it, it's, it was amazing to do that. And then coming home and, and needing to transfer Christmas out and start the new year. And I didn't really get a chance to enjoy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm afraid because you, you spent two days putting Christmas up and two days taking Christmas down. And then you were in a car, in a, in a car, in, in a plane, in a hotel, in, in a apartment. Um, and I, and I hate air mattresses that deflate over the course of the evening. That, that always, that always sucks. Um, yeah, luckily it took two days, but then the air mattress got a big hole on it when we transferred it over to the new place. So that's why I was sleeping on blankets. Now I would, <laughs> I would life and you'd roll with it. Exactly. I would, because this is life between lives and we talk about the things that, that happen to us after we pass away and stuff. And this is the new year. Year, and it seems to me that there's lots of going on, lots of people passing, lots of people coming and going and stuff. And it's, it is beyond belief what's going on with, with our, uh, uh, with our souls and, and what's happening with us right now. So, so I'd like both of your, um, kind of explanations and thoughts about, uh, what's going on with us right now. Yeah. Regan, you know, go ahead. Well, all the spiritual stuff we're doing, I mean, it's great to contact people from the other side to, to realize we're not alone um, and to realize that, you know, we're, we're, we're down here on a mission or purpose and it's to learn and to love. Um, but, you know, once you know all that, then here you are in this life, you know, it's like, okay, so what did I learn that for? Well, it's, it's to, to, to let you know, to help you get through this life so that you don't bitch and moan so much. You know, so you kind of accept what, what's been handed to you to work on and for you to look at everything as a, as a learning experience or, um, you know, something that's going to make you a better person if you get through it. So that's all that it does is it's, you know, when you get right down to the, you know, the whole core of things, it's, it's like, it's like, you know, here we are in this moment. So how do we live it with the, the, the most love and the, the best way that we can? And all the spiritual stuff does is makes it a little easier. You know, actually, I'd say a lot easier. Wouldn't, mm -hmm. wouldn't you say that, Natasha? It makes it a lot easier. It does. It really does. Because I know, you know, walking through what I just did, just knowing that I had the support and the help, you know. Um, and, you know, like on the way down, uh, just even before I got out of the, my county here, um, I saw um, three hawks two falcons and several crows and so and i never really see falcons and they were you know chest out you know being proud and and then when we got down into utah um slash um new mexico i saw another hawk and that's about the time we were getting onto the navajo nation you know reservations and and the crows and the ravens were out speaking to us and flying across and and you know when we just look at life and and know that we have teams around us and and it's just it's amazing how much more comfort that we can have yeah because it's it's hard and we'll look what what the world's going through now with covid and everything that's why i think um on this website or this um app that i have for getting new clients for regular therapy I'm just, I'm just flabbergasted at, at how many more people are reaching out for therapy right now than ever before. 
you know, I mean, just, they're just, they're just all over the place. It's like, I, I, you know, I will certainly not lack in the number of clients I can help this year because there's so many people that just want a little help. They want to talk to somebody and try to figure things out. But all this COVID stuff and, and all the turmoil in our country and all the Black Lives Matter and all this stuff, it's people have had to kind of begin to go within a bit, you know, to stop. It's just like stopped us in our tracks of our this hypnosis thing we've been in with doing the same thing every day, getting up, not thinking about much except going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home. And all of a sudden we're going, whoa, you know, why am I here for? What's going on? So I think a lot of people, it's, the good thing that's happening while this changes is people are having to take stock of uh, where they, you know, where they stand as far as their immortal soul or, you know, their, their life, you know, uh, you know, and uh, I'm, <clears throat> it's got me too. Like I, I don't, uh, I'm working on right now doing a will. I mean, it's really irresponsible. I think of, of anybody to, especially at my age, when you're, 70 or something a lot of people are dying in their 60s and stuff and i i mean i'm 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 uh, ashamed to say i don't have a will so i need to it's what i'm working on right now because i've seen these some of these people i know that have died and the people that are left there they go the person didn't leave any will what a mess they have to go through with figuring everything out with the courts and and there's so much money that can go to the government that could have gone to your your kids or could have something so you know, people listen to this, you know, do at least a basic will and then um, maybe make three or four copies and have your relatives, someone keep it because a lot of times people write wills, it's on their computer or someplace, they die, nobody knows where to find it, you know, nobody knows anything, you know. And also make sure that your bank accounts, that you have a, benef a beneficiary assigned to each bank account because yeah. if you don't, then it has to go through probate, and it's a long time before any, your actual person that you want to get the money can, can get the money or withdraw the money. So yeah. we, we just went through that with my brother. Yeah, um, yeah. see, you, that's right. You've just been through this with, uh, with him. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot. And my, and my daughter, you know, that was on here a few weeks ago whose husband shot himself to death. I mean, oh, I mean, this has been one pain after the other. Luckily, they found out that he did have an insurance policy that paid off, even though he killed himself. And uh, it's not a big one, but it's a small one. But it's going to uh, my uh, um, my granddaughter, and you know, uh, it's it'll be there when she's eighteen. It'll be in a trust, and he gets some survivor benefits. I think Social Security or something like that. I forget, but it's good because that'll help her a little bit when she's a little bit older. But my daughter is just saying it's just so. People don't believe it's how much red tape you have to go through and you're in the least mood that you would want to be in to have to deal with that. You're grieving and then you got to go through all this other stuff, you know, so. Oh, absolutely. By the, by the way, we have somebody that uh, has a question and uh, I'll leave it up to you two to determine who gets to answer this okay. one. And it's, uh, uh, she had a session with Natasha recently and uh, healing things from two different past lives, dealing with unusual pain in my hands recently and her elbow. Well, that's just getting old. I, I get that. I get, have that all the time. Uh, is from new blocks rising up or from integration? What do you, what do you guys think? I'll let Natasha, but that one she probably knows the circumstance. Well, um, actually, just tapping in because this is something that, you know, uh, that you know the hands are about reaching out and grabbing 
The hands are about um, metaphorically the um, what can we do about life? And I know for me that I do a healing technique that, you know, different fingers represent different organs or different emotions. And when we when we interact with our bodies and our bodies are going through right now a big upgrade through through this and it was kind of actually nice that I had to sleep on the floor because I had to tell my body we're going to go through something different here and I gave it an, a, a, a heads up that you know I was going to be going through riding in a car for a long time you know not being able to rest fully and it navigated through differently I think than if I would have just slammed myself into the reality of what I was going through but at the same time, though, I'm glad I did that because I can almost feel like my body is had to do a switch during these new energies. Because right now, um, even the planets that we're working with are going from a lot of what used to be water signs are going into air signs. So we're going into thinking signs. And I'm not an astrologer, but yet I do listen to my astrologer. I do interact with the, with the planets that many of the things that we're going into is about becoming more air and, and we're going into the a lot of planets that are going to be in aquarius even though this is an aquarian time in our in our charts with you know going from like pisces to to taurus to you know all these different aries pisces to aries to taurus you know whatever we're going to go into but we're going into aquarius but a lot of planets are sitting in aquarius that are going to be affecting us and so with that, a lot of our, um, and each planet has its own um, body part that it works with. But when we really think about, because I've been achy in here, but I've been doing a lot of lifting and that kind of stuff. But I'm amazed at how weak I've become in my, in my new life that I've been having to live. At the same time, though, moving forward, I've had to do different things. And, and it's about gripping life differently. How are we going to be gripping onto the new knowing that we're going to be going through? And yes, part of this can be age. It could be something we're eating, could be something that we're navigating with. But if we look at the whole thing and see that it is, and, and it, Sue, I would be interesting for you to tell me um, what part of the hand, is it the fingers? Is it more the palm? Is it more the wrist? You know, because different body parts interact differently and i'll get out my book actually and while you're doing that regan i wanted to ask you because one of the parts yeah. of the question is can new blocks arise from past lives when you start working with your past lives and going back and you're clearing things can new things crop up that were maybe uh hidden by what was happening before and and new issues crop up is that possible oh yeah that's uh Matter of fact, that's very likely because usually what one person thinks the problem is is just the the uh, the cover of the problem. But it's like there's a lot of chapters beneath. Think of it as a, of your problem being like a book with all the things entailed in it. And uh, once you open the book, you know, the, for the general problem, then it gets more specific sometimes. Uh, I was going to say, too, there's another book out there. Um, Natasha's looking at a book, but there's a book uh, called Soul Speak. Uh, that's available on Amazon. And um, Julia Cannon, who's the daughter of Dolores Cannon, who is from the quantum healing hypnosis technique school, of which I'm 
working on, I'm starting my second level certification in two days. And so we're going to do a lot of live, uh, I get a lot of live help from uh, some of the trainers and um, um, it's, it's part, you know, like part internet and part live now interaction and that, which I'm really looking forward to, uh, to get to level two. But uh, her daughter on there who took over from her mother when she passed, wrote a book called Soul Speak. And it's just about what Natasha's talking about, about how the body, you know, the different things that are wrong with your body. A lot of times you can help zero in on what your problem might be, what your emotional problem might be uh, because of the, the certain illness that you have. I mean, I've had some obvious ones, a number of clients who, um, you know, when I had them, when they're having this emotional pain about their issue and I'll say, where do you feel it in your body? Like people out there watching right now, if you're going through an emotional issue, close your eyes, relax for a minute. And there's somewhere in your body where you're feeling that emotion. And in these two uh, clients of mine, it was, it was all up in the, all up in here. And that's pretty obvious right there is that they're, they're feeling like they're being stifled in their not being able to express themselves on what their needs and wants are. And both of them were in relationships that had very strong uh, husbands that, you know, would not, you know, they just felt that anytime they would bring something up, he just, the husband would take over, you know, and just kind of shut them down. Or the husband was all the time not allowing them to speak. And that caused certain uh, uh, problems in their, in their body. So once we worked with them for a little while and taught them how to, in, in an acceptable way to a, a very dominant male in ways to approach that male so they didn't feel threatened by that, you know, uh, to be able to say your piece and to speak it. Um, one of my now, she says, she says, I can't believe I feel like I'm a different person just because now I'm, I'm saying what I'm thinking inside and I'm getting it out. And luckily I've got the, my husband didn't even realize all that. He didn't realize how he was shutting me down, discounting what I had to say and everything and how it made me feel. But um, once she brought that up and they're, they're both working on it, she says she feels like a new person, you know, so. Oh, that's awesome. What did you Natasha? find? Yeah. So the book that I like to use, because I know Louise Hayes has a book, but I like to use um, the um, Secret Bodies and Language by Ina Siegel. And she's, a, um, a, um, she's down from uh, Australia. And like I was saying that the hands are about, um, about the gripping on, about not being able to hold on to what life is about. The back of the hand, though, when I tap into that, Sue, is, is that I... Um, I'm getting that there's something about a past life that you're working through. And I know what we did, we did quite a bit of work, actually, that one. Um, it was all, I, I do a lot of, um, sometimes my meditations are a lot like hypnosis work. And so with that, that, that we went in quite deep and, and, um, and I'm feeling like there's something about um, the, about a crucifixion type of life that you maybe had where where things went where your hands were um where you went through and your hands were pegged when you were held up and so with that that you might be working through a lot of that bent up can't move forward kind of energy you know like when you're when you're crucifying you're you can't move forward and so you know, moving forward with a lot of the things that we're doing, kind of like me, I have to, I have about six places in my house that want to be rearranged to get ready for this new energy that's coming in. 
And so with that, that, that moving forward that way kind of helps. And I know that sometimes when we can't do that because of a partner or because of life, then we get that stagnant in our bodies and not being able to grip onto what we really want to move through. And so it's that trying to navigate through that dance of, okay, if I can't do this, what can I do to move forward in that? And it's, and I know that's kind of a very vague um, definition, but everybody's life is so different. Everybody's life is so, um, so, you know, we have to navigate it so differently. So it's hard to put exactly a word to use on how to navigate it. But yet, if you can't do something physical, because let's say a partner wants their house exactly the way that they want it, and the other partner has to live with it, <laughs> i.e. either a hoarding or, or, um, or a perfectionist or, you know, a really clean person, you know, there's, there's different reasons why things can't always be a partnership in a house. And so when we have to navigate that, how else can we move forward? Do we pick a certain place to say, this is my place that I can shift and change? you know, where it's not included in the rest of the house. Give me this one corner or more this room that I can really navigate with to shift and, and change as, as life is asking me to shift and change. Because our bodies are our home. You know, when we really think about it, our bodies are our home. And so, you know, when we think about our main core of our body is, is like maybe the kitchen you know, where our furnace and everything, you know, is working. And then, you know, you got in your mind where, where things are working and then you have the outer parts, maybe our bedrooms, you know, it's like, what, what can we do to help ourselves get moving forward? And what is our home trying to tell us about our outer world? So if that's true, uh, guys, if, if uh, she's experiencing pain because of a past life and how, how does she get past that? How does she get through it? Regan? Well, um, just realizing that, that that pain that you have or something that you are experiencing in your life now, if it is coming from that past life, that's the first step. It's, I mean, I've had a lot of people that have ache, aches and pains and things. They go, you know, in, in regression, in the past life regression, they go there and uh, they go, oh my gosh, that's where this started from. And just that realization alone, a lot of times they come back and within a month or two that they don't have that issue anymore. Uh, because they realized that that was from that life. Like what, what I do is when I'm bringing them out of hypnosis, I, um, I, I give them the post-hypnotic suggestion that they will begin to realize that, that that pain and everything they have now, they don't need anymore because that was something that happened a long, long time ago and they're not that person anymore and they've moved on and they don't, they, you know, it's not really uh, doing them any good. They just don't need us. They can just let it go, you know? Um, one thing that helps too, now this person that, uh, it, this person, Kevin, that, um, that just uh, asked the question, is that person like watching this in video right now? Or are they just listening? Yes. To the sound, are they watching in video? Okay. Uh, and what, what was her name? Or did she leave her name? Sue. Pardon? Sue. Susan. Sue. Sue. Okay. Sue, there's also another thing you can do um, that'll help. And that's, if you're watching me right now, just this thing we were been talking about before, emotional freedom technique. Um, sometimes these issues and these things you have in your body, I mean, it's possible that they could be resurfacing because you haven't totally dealt with what, um, 
you know, what the issue was with the problem that started it in the first place. I mean, that's also possible too, um, because we do repeat, you know, if we haven't really fully worked on something in another life, then, then we usually have that as one of our goals when we come back again to kind of get rid of that. But you can look on the internet at EFT, EFT or tapping, and I'm pretending I'm you right now. You said Sue, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And where does Sue have the pains right now? In the back of the hands. Where, back of the hand? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Sue. So when you're watching this right now, and, and you can go either to my website or just type in EFT on the internet. There's about 100 videos on there. But um, it doesn't matter what order you do things in, but I'm pretending I'm you, Sue. And, I'll, and it would be something like this. I'd be saying, even though I have this pain in the back of my hand, and I don't know why, and it's bothering me because I have this pain. Who wants to have pain, right? It's bothering me, and I don't, I don't want to have it. But even though I don't know what the cause is, I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself for whatever the cause was. You know, whatever I went through in another lifetime that's left me this pain, or whatever I've gone through in this lifetime that's left me in that pain, I love and accept myself. And you just take a few deep breaths. And um, I've had some people, that's just a, a basic thing you go through, but sometimes people have physical pain in this lifetime caused by things they know about, you know, like they have back pain or something like that, or emotional pain. When they're just the idea of tapping that is balancing the energy in your body. And I've seen people that have had um, severe, uh, like they come in and they can't even sit straight, you know, they're going, oh, my head, oh, you know. And we do that tapping and all of a sudden their headache pain, their back pain or something reduces or just goes away. And so um, it's just, it's kind of like, you know, just can, it, and when you're tapping, you just talk about the pain. You go, oh, you know, I have this pain in the back of my head and I don't know where it came from. It doesn't matter. I love and accept myself. And it's real important to say those words that you love and accept yourself, you know, because you're, it's a way of balancing it out of, of not worrying about it. People have fears and phobias. They do this their fear and phobia disappears, never comes back again. It's really, really powerful. So that's one little thing you can kind of do. And don't take it too seriously. The fact that you've uh, become aware of it is, is super. I mean, that's until people become aware of it, they, you really can't get rid of anything. You know, and so she's, now doing it. She said that she's uh, familiar with it and she's doing it with you now. So let's sure. uh, give, her, give her a chance to do that and maybe she will have uh some a breakthrough of some kind or another well, what you do when you have a pain is you close your eyes you you focus in on the pain and you give it a number from one to ten it's like okay how much is this pain bothering me and your subconscious will actually show you a, a needle from one to ten you just ask it to and you just watch that needle go up and where it pings out and you go okay you go okay i'm at an eight right now man like ah oh, you know if it gets any more i'm gonna have to go to the hospital it's at an eight i can't this pain is really bad and then you do the tapping, you close your eyes again and you tune in with that. And I'll guarantee you, it'll be less than eight. Um, if, it, if it hasn't, then that means that there's some other issue. There's some other layer there that you're not, you're not you know, thinking about. Um, people that come to me, women, especially with trauma, abuse that's been done to them, there's a whole lot of different layers. You know, there's the physical pain that they go, oh, even though I have this physical pain because my, my boyfriend punched me in the eye, you know, or whatever even though I had to go through that pain, then there's the, uh, there's the, oh, I wonder if it was, maybe it was some of my fault. Oh, maybe I have this, maybe it's my fault. And you go, well, whether it is or not, I love and accept myself, you know, or maybe it wasn't my fault. Maybe, you know, you just try to find the different layers and you just tap on these different things 
um, there's, there's just like very few points are very easy to learn. You know, kids learn this. They're doing it in schools all over the country right now. And kids are beginning to relax in school, get better test grades. And they're beginning to learn to love themselves, even though they're not perfect. See, so, Natasha, you can take that to your school and you can start teaching tapping there. <laughs> they have a hard time dealing with me. <laughs> But and and a lot of times when I do do meditation, I don't necessarily do um, or when I'm doing a, a meditation with someone, I don't necessarily do that rhythm of, of what it is, but I go with what my guides tell me and I actually tap in the medita what we worked on in the meditation back into the body. And so a lot of times we do tapping, you know, tap on the chest, tap on, you know, it's like different places that I get told by my guides to help them integrate in what we just, what we just worked on. Yeah. It's like when, when we're, uh, when we have an issue uh, or something that bothers us, you know, stresses us that, that energy from that logs somewhere in our physical body mm -hmm. and, and it causes stress. It'll end up like, like it's our dumping site, you know, a very common one for most people. I think the most common one is our gut, you know, like they just like, they go, ah, you know, I just feel it here. It's just making me sick to my stomach, you know. Um, and that's how this was found out. I know we've talked about this before, but real quick, um, a lady was on her third session with the psychologist about an uh, emotional issue she was having. And she finally got kind of pissed off at the, at the therapist. She says, look, every time I come in here, you make me talk about this issue I have again. All I do is get sick to my stomach and I just, nothing's getting better. Well, that psychiatrist was studying acupuncture at the time. And he knew that the meridian for the stomach area was right here under the eye. So he said, okay, he said, just, 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 he had an aha moment. He says, I'll tell you what, while we're talking about your issue, I want you to massage this part underneath your eye. Well, long story short, they're doing that. And after about 10 minutes, she says, my stomach doesn't hurt anymore. And I don't even really care about my problem anymore. <laughs> and he, that's how this all started. You know, it's like, whoa, you know, connecting an emotional issue with the part of the body where that energy stuck. And all EFT is, is we don't know where it's stuck. So you're going around all the bases. And I used to know where all these go to, but I'm, I know I know this one up here in the shoulder areas, the lungs. I know this is the stomach. I don't know, maybe maybe Natasha knows what the other stuff goes, but but what Natasha is doing too, there's more than one way to get, to get relief. It's not just through EFT. You know, it could be, uh, you know, there's a lot of ways. This is just one thing. And it's like 90 something percent uh, effective. If you watch the video on my website, visittheafterlife.com, there's a, a seven minute video on there that'll blow you away. It'll sound like an infomercial, but it's not. It's everything is true on there. Even one guy had multiple sclerosis and he just started tapping his multiple sclerosis went away because he relieved all of the emotional issues he had tied to whatever's wrong with his body. Um, you'll see them uh, uh, take a, uh, a sample of your blood and put it under a dark filled microscope. Then you tap for a few minutes and then just watch what happens when they put it under the microscope again, you won't believe. So it's just one thing, maybe that'll, that'll help you because Natasha's opened that up for you getting an idea where that came from. And now let's just get rid of that pain in your hand. Cause you don't, it's not serving you anymore. And, and uh, let's just, let's just get better. It's the time of the year. Now let's just, a year from now, hopefully you won't have that pain. You probably have another pain somewhere. <laughs> you see what you did, Natasha? You you opened her up, and 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 she's starting to flow, and and I things are just. Do that to people, I tend to just open up some gateways, and and we and we get a lot of work done. But you know, and and right now, a lot of people are having a hard time digesting their life. 
and you know moving forward i know that you know i kind of back in the middle of december kind of got that feeling like we were going to have another doorway of souls um leaving our planet and and it's going to be triggering a lot of grief it's going to be triggering a lot of emotions that people will be having and i know for me even during my time when i was moving my kid i have a mantra that i say i'm digesting my life and I usually just kind of start at my mouth and I go down and then I go across, you know, with my um, intestines and I say, I'm, I'm digesting my life. I'm digesting my life. And that really helps me move through part of that process of, because the mind is in the digestive system. The mind, is, there's a mind in the heart. There's a mind in the mind. And, and if we don't have a balance of our minds working, we become out of balance and our bodies are such a tool for moving forward, I kind of have this metaphor that, you know, our bodies, our, our mind and our um, spirit are like a semi truck. And it's the, it's the, it's the cab of the truck. And we get so excited about our life. We think our life and our spirit goes, let's go forward. And we driving around and then we kind of go, Oh, wait a minute. We have a body. So we have to go pick up the trailer, the refrigerated heater, you know, part of the, of the trailer that has all our, our um, living ability, you know? <laughs> and so we have to go kind of like that. And, but it's all rusty when we're hooking. I come from a, um, a trucking family. So this is a big image for me, but you know, so when you're hooking up to the, the, the semi to the trailer, you have to have a clean hookup. Well, many of us have had our trailers, our bodies sitting for so long, not being paid attention to, that it rusts. And we have to kind of get our bodies back engaged again. And that's part of our networking is, is that we have to move our body to process what we're going through in our life. Because if we don't move, like for me, I've been processing a lot of emotions. So what did I do today? I vacuumed, moved some furniture. I kind of moved my physical life so that my emotional life can be dealt with differently. You know, so when we do that, that helps. And, and so many of us forget that our bodies are trying to tell us something, like our knees. Our knees are about representation of standing up and moving forward. You know, our ankles are about, you know, flexibility, you know, stabilizing our life, making sure that we go forward. Many of us have shoulder aches. Well, who are we carrying? You know, who in our lives are we carrying instead of letting them live their life? You know, many of our backs are aching because we're not supporting our own selves in our back, in our lives, that we're trying to just navigate through and, and not even pay attention to what's really around us. And and so our bodies are really trying to talk to us because they are our vessel. They're our, they're our moving being, a part of being in this life. And, and many of us chose to have some things that happen, you know, kind of like for me, I have a thing with my neck that affects my arms. And part of that is from being, you know, hung so many lifetime, past lives, you know, getting my head, neck cut off, you know, being poisoned, you know, all those different things that happen with my throat. Well, I did a lot of healing work on my neck this lifetime because I didn't, this was a new lifetime. This was a new ability to move forward. And, and so, yes, the wisdom from the past lives, they're in the past, this is my lifetime in this one. So how can I work with this and honor my body in this lifetime? 
How is it that the that given where we're at right now with COVID, I, well, I'll give you an example. Paul Ponton, who works with uh, Martha on her show, they caught the COVID and and um, they thought they were going to get they were getting better, and he died suddenly. Um, it is happening all over the all over the country. So people are remaining sedentary they don't want to go out they can't go out because there are people that are catching this thing in the grocery store there and and to this day they still don't know where they caught the disease how would you guys suggest people who can't go out anymore that are maybe a little older and they've got underlying health conditions they don't want to pass away how would you help them understand what they're going through and um and to be able to to uh, work through it rather than get stuck in it well it's funny you're bringing this up now with the covid because one thing i wanted to mention today i thought was very interesting in the study they did on um with how we react as human beings to tragedies like this like when they when they would show let's say a starving person a starving child somewhere and what we you know uh, to try to raise money for something. And uh, people would, the money would come pouring in. But when they showed a town, like a whole town or a lot of people, uh, people weren't as moved by that. And they were just saying, it just seems to be human nature. Like I remember back when they, when let's say the first of the hundredth person died of the COVID, you know, and it was like, whoa, well, a hundred people died, you know. And now we have almost 4,000 people dying a day. You know, it's getting close to that. And, and I know not just me, but we were talking to friends that says, I think we've gotten a little bit, um, you know, it's like we go, oh, 4,000, okay. You know, uh, <laughs> we, we get a little numb to it after a while, but the psychologists, I think we're saying that it's kind of a self-defense mechanism because who, you know, if we felt this, this pain, like, wow, there's this, this, this few people that died, you know, these, these little kids died of COVID or something and you feel horrible. Um, if, if you multiply that times 4,000, I mean, we, we would be nutcases. We couldn't handle all the emotion coming in. So I think we kind of we kind of shut down and kind of push it off a little bit because it's just too much. You know, if you really got into it, like these people, these first responders, some of them are there, you know, they're just around it all day long with just, you know, people dying. And they say down to Los Angeles, every six seconds, someone's getting COVID, you know. So um, it's it's crazy. So I don't know. I think for people, especially getting my age, I mean, you get over, you get up in your 60s and 70s and you're kind of, you really don't want to go out and everything. This is a, a really good time to just, you know, get yourself to relax a little bit, read some books, do a lot of self-reflection, uh, get into a meditative practice, uh, do what you can do to eat right, to keep your immune system up. That's really important. Um, Natasha may, matter of fact, if they had a session from Natasha, she might, I don't know if that's something. Do you do Natasha? Like if, if, if you're trying to, you, can you sense for them, like how they could even change diet or do something like that, that would, would help. Can you do something like that? I, I do tap into that. I am not a doctor by any means. I do this intuitively and I, I do make that disclosure, uh, just cause I don't want to get in trouble, <laughs> you know, the, the, that I do tap into that. But I can say though, that like this, this summer when my, um, I tweaked my ankle, you know, I couldn't move really, but I still had to process life. But what I did was, is that I, I did move, 
you know, I, I did do something to move. Even though I couldn't physically move, there were certain things that you could do to kind of move your body, even just moving your belly in and out, you know, because, um, you know, you know, tightening up your belly muscles, that really helps move the core of our body. And I know for a lot of people who are working through, they're very um, sensitive to the energies around them. Uh, they really work with their lower chakras. They're very, they're empaths. There's the word I was looking for. And so they get really, their tummies get upset. Well, the best way to work through a lot of those energies is by moving, you know, your tummy, you know, belly button in and out, you know, just to kind of get that energy moving a little bit helps your body adjust to the energies around you. And Many times when your stomach muscles are stronger, you're not so susceptible to just the whim nims energies flying by, you know, and if you have a house or an apartment, take two laps around your, your place. You can be physical in the midst of being not able to go out. And like for me, music is huge. If I, if I don't listen to music, like today I turned on music and it was nice because even though I was walking, I had a little Swede to my hip, you know, it's like, because the music made me move and it's just about practicing a little bit more and practicing movement that, that we can move. Cause I'm going to tell you that a lot of impasse right now are getting overloaded and I use the mantra. Uh, and I give this example about how what's yours is yours what's mine is mine and what stands between me and you is love. And that doesn't mean that, and I tell people this right in the middle of a session, I go, do you feel me caring any less? And they go, no. And I said, because I care, but your stuff needs to stay on that side. Just like, like all the grief that's going on. I have to say that, you know, that grief is out there in the wind. Let it stay in the wind. Let the wind take care of it. Let me deal with my own grief. You know, that way I can process through so that it's not, I'm not empathing everybody else's sickness and then, then, then thyself gets sick. You know, because a lot of us get sick because other people around us are sick because we're empathing that illness. And that's part of that, what's yours is yours, what's mine is mine, and what stands between me and you is love, uh, a higher power, um, a color, you know, angels, you know, guides, whatever you so choose to believe in. Well, guys, this is the first show of the new year. Yeah. I would love for both of you, I know you thought about it a great deal, uh, Regan, What's going to happen this year? Are we going to be happy or is it going to be a transition transitional year? Well, happy is a, uh, is a, yeah. I, well, like I, I mentioned before, a, uh, a really wise man told me one time that, that, you know, when you can be relaxed in the middle of a tornado, you know, you've arrived. You know, because all these things are going to happen is you just have to know that you can be, that everything's going to be okay. Um, I've been really lucky this year. It was one of my, I would put it down, one of my best years ever. I got, I mean, because of COVID, I finished another book. Um, I'm, you know, producing another music CD right now. So I've really gotten into doing my music. Um, 
I've uh, been able to spend more more time with my partner, Patty. Uh, you know, we've been doing things. Um, we've had to be really creative, you know, to keep from getting bored and everything. So we have about 10 different walks. We do different ones that we drew. We're very fortunate to be in Marin County, which is 84% natural, you know, undeveloped. So there's all, you just never run out of places to hike or to whatever. Uh, but we've been, we've been, we've been getting out, but I think it's, um, you know, glass half full, glass half empty, even though things are bad right now, you still have a choice, you know, whether you're going to look at what you're grateful for and the good things in your life or the challenges that are there. So you're going to have two people, one, you know, two houses side by side, and one of them is bitching and moaning the whole time about COVID and running and fear, all that ever. And the other one is calm as a cucumber next door, thanking God for everything, saying to help me get through this, help me be smart, you know, help me to do what I can to keep myself from getting COVID. And if I get it, then I have to deal with it, you know, have to deal with it then. Uh, but here are, some th here are some things I think would be helpful for people. Um, Zoom is taken off like crazy. I wish I'd bought some stock in the darn thing if you could back about a year ago because people never even really heard of it now. And it, millions and millions of people are um, communicating on Zoom now. So if you have, you know, one thing you can still communicate with people, it's not quite as good as like actually being there, but it's probably the next best thing. Just like we're doing now, you know, we're, 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 we're having interaction with other human beings. And uh, so, and, and you people that are technically challenged, Zoom is about the easiest thing you can do. You could go to a YouTube video and watch out how to do it, but, or have a younger person uh, show you how to do it and they'll do it in a second. It's- Yeah, cause this is old folks, we can't figure it out. <laughs> we did know if we figured it out, right? They should be able to. That's true. But, but start getting your family and stuff like uh, Patty's family. They do a Zoom thing about every two weeks and it's just for an hour or so and everybody's on there saying hi and what they're back East and everything. We're actually doing more communicating now than we did before, you know. So uh, the other thing is to keep physical some way, either like like Natasha was saying, you could do, you know, do some uh, find a way to do exercises in your home if you can. Uh, go to YouTube. Um, uh, actually, my partner, Patty, she does. She's doing yoga at home now. They have a, she signed up for a class at the gym where they do a, a live yoga thing three times a week. And she does that religiously and she loves it because you're, you're doing a live session with someone. It's like 15 bucks a month or something. So she's getting your yoga done and it's, it's awesome to see her just doing that, you know. Uh, otherwise, go for walks, you know, take your mask with you in case you've come across anybody. But get out there and just do some walks. It's a good way to, to keep your body healthy. You can talk about your issues that you have with your part, you know, talk about the, what's going on in the world with your partner. It's a good way to, to, uh, grow your relationship and, you know, uh, keep a journal, you know, for what's going on. Uh, try not to watch too much of the negative news stuff. Keep it to a minimum because that'll depress you even more, you know. Uh, watch some comedies. You know, gosh, people now, they're like, uh, you know, and another thing, Netflix and all these places are just doing great right now because everybody's watching stuff. But uh, there's things you could do. You know, there's always a different way of doing things. And uh, so... You know, do something different. It's going to be a good year, regardless. I think it's going to be a great year. Natasha, you? Well, you know, I happen to just pull some cards because <laughs> I okay. do that too. And so um, I'm going to let the universe speak for me. So the first one that I pulled was the frog. And the frog is about um, cleaning house, releasing emotional baggage. And they uh, taste like chicken. And it's. <laughs> 
I haven't tried it. <laughs> Don't wanna. <laughs> but you know, frogs are great about um, knowing what our um, environment's like. You know, a lot of environments look at frogs to see how we are toxic with ourselves. And they also call in the rain. They, they're, they're talkers of the universe. And so with that, you know, it is about cleaning up our environment. Uh, and then here's the politics of life. We're always going to have politics. Oh, you, know, wow. you know, the um, the king. It's about, you know, law and justice and that kind of stuff. But remember, though, are we really having... Yes, we have to worry about what's going on around us, be engaged with it. Do we have to take it personally? You know, it's like sometimes I light a candle just to get to send love around, you know, the let love be with everyone, you know, with this this fire. And so remember to, to kind of stand in our own light instead of worrying about what everybody else is going on, because life is a mystery and it's a path. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do with it? But we can walk down the path of the mystery to find the answer. And then we have the wonderful goblin. <laughs> What's that one about? This is about the wounded ego. The wounded ego. Well, the wounded ego is the one that says, why can't I do dot, 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 dot? Why can't I have the business I want? Why can't I do what I want to do? Why can't I? Well, if we kind of just say, what am I supposed to do now? What is the universe trying to show me? Kind of like the way I talked about the, the, um, the falcons and the hawks, you know, showing the vision. Because personally, hawk is my, my totem. And so that's about getting the bigger vision. And then when I got down there, I asked about what falcon was about. And I got, it was about the alchemist. The alchemists can make the life, they can make um, metals out of, they can change metals and they can make magic out of things. So what can we do about finding our own magic that is in our life? Even if it is walking from one end of our room to the other, we may find out that that piece of furniture or that, that, that um, thing that we kept holding on to, um, let's say like a cup even that was in the same place that hold the same pens. But if we really looked at it, it was icky and gross and need to be cleaned out. But that was a lot of our emotions that were put into that cup because we hold on to those pens when we're writing things. And so if we kind of clean it out, we can navigate it. That's the feng shui in me. Uh, you know, we just kind of have to navigate through what's going on in order to move forward. Just like for me today, you know, I asked Archangel Michael to help me vacuum my house to clean up the ex excess energy. You know, we can do things to help us move forward. We just got to trust that we do have help. Very good. And, and you know, this has been a good episode for the first one of the year. We're, uh, for those of you that are, are listening, this is something that we do every Monday at four o'clock. And uh, Regan, I've committed Regan to do this for the entire year. Um, and he's, he's, he said that he would, didn't you? Uh huh. Ah, see, so there, and mm -hmm. Natasha, the same thing. There's and no so, doubt. <laughs> so let's get some information about Regan Forston and how you can get a hold of him, because there's okay. lots of folks that are going to need your help this year. Yeah, um, yeah, and um, I did a uh, a three-hour class on creating a Zoom room 
from the Hypnosis Motivational Institute because they've been, um, they never thought this would ever happen, but it, they were able to retool. And uh, most of the therapists now are doing their bulk of their uh, clients, seeing them on Zoom. And everybody's getting used to it, it seems to be gonna be a new way of doing therapy. So um, I could see, you know, if you're, no matter when you're watching this or whatever, around the country, if you need some help with uh, um, depression, anxiety, uh, traumas, um, fears and phobias, you wanna quit smoking or lose weight even, I can help you out. But mostly I want you to go to my website, visit the afterlife, visittheafterlife.com. My regular therapy information is on there as well. But just to let you all know that now in a deep state of hypnosis, which the majority of people can reach, it's now possible for you to easily experience a past life uh, where you'll you know, find out information that probably has something in relationship to the life you're living now. Um, you'll see yourself pass away. And then as soul, we have a, 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 um, a way for you to go to heaven and back. So <laughs> it's gonna sound weird, but look at my website, the videos, you actually uh, in, uh, in a soul state visit heaven can visit relatives that have passed on. You can ask any questions you want about your current life from some very wise beings over there that are there to help. Uh, and uh, it's all possible. So go to my website, watch some of the videos. I'd be happy to help you. So visit theafterlife.com. My phone number there, email and everything's there. Well, you know what's really cool about that, Regan, is that yeah. now you don't have to live in California to come see you. And there's yeah. something that you can go do anywhere. And same thing with Natasha, because Zoom is, yeah. is a really, I, you're right, I wish I had about stock in it too, but, but uh, Zoom is a great way to uh, connect to people and, uh, you can, and you can work with Zoom. It's pretty easy for you guys. So yeah. Natasha, how does somebody get a hold of you? Well, with me, it's very easy to get a hold of me. You can go to www.angelic clarifications.com and that's my website or you can email me at natasha at angelic clarifications.com and with that that as we're working through things i can do many different facets of of uh, navigating what we need to work on to help someone get through their day-to-day -day life I have a lot of people like Regan. I think Regan and I do a lot of the same work. We just do it a little di bit differently. Yeah. And I just add a little different, because uh, Regan's very intuitive too. So with that, that he kind of navigates it in the in the 3D world, and I navigate it in the intuitive mediumship type of way. And, and we just want to heal, help people navigate through what they're working through. And, you know, life has kind of put things in front of me so that I know how to work through them, which then helps others work through things. And so with that, I just hope to give grace to someone to be able to navigate through their life. And what's your website again? Angelicclarifications.com. And if you want to find out about a bunch of different stuff, including people like like uh, Regan and Natasha, you can go to my independence report. Uh, I've got uh, like 175 uh, uh, videos of, of some really incredible people, and that's what we do here is we want to talk about positive stuff and about better ways of living so that we can all um, enjoy each other's company rather than be at each other's throats, which is not, not a good way to be. 
And so I'm hopeful that everybody will take the time to be kind to one another and to and to really take care of each other. Regan, anything else before we go? No, I think uh, I think that's it. I just I think just starting out the the new year in a good way. And uh, and I just want to just send out some good vibes to all people that might see this or listening or watching too that are having a real tough time. You know, with not knowing where their next paychecks come how they're going to pay the rent and everything. Something's going to work out here. Just, just hang in there. You know, we always get through stuff and uh, we're going to get through this. We always do. Well said, sir. Natasha. That right now our thoughts make a difference. Our intentions make a difference. We are in a magical time of life. And so if we hold on to the negative, what are we, what are we bringing forth? If we think of more positive things, if we think of more like um, I did on my inspirational quotes um, about how um, mantras can really help right now, putting a little sticky note on the window, on the, on the mirror, um, in the bathroom, you know, before you go to bed, you know, those things really do make a difference. And so please try to just be kind to yourself and, and stay, do things outside of you to help you be more positive for the inside. Because tomorrow, the next minute, you never know when the universe is going to reach out and grab you and say, I have an idea for you. Well, negativity is a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, it is. And, and that's just a terrible way to be. So it's better to be positive and to love people and to care about each other and to, and, to, and to make our planet better for everyone. And we have it within us to do it. It's just a matter of doing it. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for participating with us today. We will see you next Monday. And I hope everybody has a great day out there and be kind. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.